Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Our last podcast. Happy December. By made the way. me laugh this is a lot. Thrilling. Oh yeah, right. I'm just so thrilled with December. It's my favorite month ever. I love the holiday season so much. You and your mom are big December. And my kids. You're all December. Especially our youngest. He loves to decorate. Yeah. He, he was decorating this morning. We have so much fun. We should get a tree this afternoon. Okay. That might be a little intense. It's okay. You've named a couple things to do. Yeah, we got some stuff on let's the list. Just talk. I keep piling it on. Let's I'm just like doing the wife pile on today. I'm like, oh, and this. And we should go do this. I oh, like we that, could though. do this. I like that. You're creative. You had something you wanted to talk about, and I don't know what it was. All right. I don't know. You mentioned something that was like making you laugh, and I was like, we'll save it for the podcast. Okay. So I'm a supportive wife. True. I'm a grateful wife most of the time. No, I don't think you're that grateful, but I think you're super supportive. <laughs> well, I'm really grateful in the area of you, what you do with the boys oh, yes. with baseball. <laughs> yes. And from the last, last podcast, um, you, everyone can see how much I do. With baseball yeah. for the so, par- for the parents too. Okay, so, okay. but I have noticed a little quirk Uh-oh. that I'd like to bring up because I didn't know if it was just me feeling kind of impatient, mm-hmm. but I don't think so. Okay, so it was after our oldest game, and then we had some time to kill before our youngest. Mm-hmm. I think it was the same day as the last podcast sh- shorts situation. It was the short. The it was that day. The outline day. <laughs> so, um, you know, we went to that restaurant to eat in between, to the Good Neighbor restaurant, ah, whatever it's called. Yes. Okay. Got it. Remember. And then, um, so I noticed, and, and then I've noticed other things, like when I was out of town, and then I'd called to check in when I was missing the games, because I was filming, and I was like, how'd the game go? Okay, <clears throat> so it was at the Good Neighbor restaurant, and then also on the phone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. After a game, mm-hmm. you have a lot to download about the game. <laughs> but it, like, goes on forever. <laughs> like, and forever and ever and ever. And you walk me through. Like, if I did that to you about anything in my life, you would have some kind of cut-me-off point. You do that all the time. No, I don't. On the next level. I don't you talk dis- your ear off non- incessantly on one subject. Yes, you do. What subjects? I could name subjects, but I'm Please. not going to. No, no, I'm very curious. I was talking to you as a fellow artist. <laughs> okay. No, well, we have that in common. Sure, I didn't mind it. I, I, I don't it. have but every it was single for, kid. It was nonstop for weeks. Two weeks. But I didn't mind it. It wasn't nonstop for two weeks. It was one day I had a long talk with you. <laughs> no. But I, but I welcomed it. I welcomed it. See, and here's I appreciate the thing. It. If you welcome it. Okay. Um, I did welcome it. You just don't welcome baseball. But I love baseball. But I don't need to hear every kid's stats for the entire game. Then your choice as a coach on how to handle this and every move they make on the third pitch, the fourth pitch. Then the other team switched out their pitcher. And, I mean, literally, it's play-by-play. It's like AM Sports Radio. And I was like, oh, my God, it doesn't stop. And then at the Good Neighbor restaurant, that's all you talked about. And then it kept going and going and going. And then you talked to the kids about it, and they're not even interested <laughs> in the recap. You make me the sound crazy. And they're the ones that played the game. And you, you make just keep going. And it, yeah, buddy. And so what about that? And you, like, keep going on this nonstop loop about the game. It's and I just the, wanted to understand it. The season is done now. Go. I went through an upset. I got my own mic. The season is done now, and I went through an obsessive baseball period. A lot was happening with baseball. The Dodgers were... Make trying to make it to the World Series and then 
did and then it was a great series. Did, and and I'm coaching little league for both of my son's teams, uh, coaching one, assistant coaching another. And I became baseball obsessed and I play hard I play baseball, like I play in a in a league with hard ball pitching and I love the game. I love baseball. I think it's a magical sport. I think it's a special sport. I agree. I think it's a very American sport. God bless this great country of ours. And I love baseball. So I went through a period of time where I got just obsessed with it. And I also combined that with how much I love my two sons and love them and love baseball. And then they're playing baseball. And they both were getting good at it right in front of my eyes. Yeah, all of that is awesome and beautiful. And it made me obsessive. I just became obsessive on the subject. Okay. And because so I was obsessed. Literally, like every single player on the team, you'd walk me through everything that happened with every player through every. Inning. I was like taking these these young kids through the journey of becoming better at a sport and watching these guys have yeah, that's awesome. wins and successes and accomplishments they didn't think they could pull off. One kid was like couldn't play any position very well, and he became our our middle relief pitcher, and there he was like. Closing batters down. Oh, sorry. See, look at this. That's what I'm talking this, about. But this was a kid who was like not very athletic and was kind of embarrassed and kind of apologizing for everything to being like a kid that was like arriving on the game day with his chest puffed out. That's beautiful. And it was, I love that shit. It yeah, just makes me, beautiful. that's the stuff I would talk about. It would not make really. me, well, <laughs> <laughs> I would talk about stats too, but yes, because a lot of stats, a lot stats. of changing of position, a lot of the, the, the mental... The strategy. Uh, the coaching strategy, strategies. The coaching strategies was obsessive the backstory for me. backstory be- behind the strategy. The backstory the of the adjust- coaching strategies. Obsessive. Which yeah. kid was going sh- was gonna to show up that day? Which kid was going to have clunkers and not do well? Trying to predict? Yeah. Oh, it was the, obsessive the for me. Thing. Obsessive for me. I totally agree. Obsessive. Yeah. I don't think that the thing that you told me that I talked a lot about no. is well, similar. Well, here's the only similarity. I don't think that's a thing to uh, comparable. Well, the difference is, is it's that not a comp. the difference was, is yours was actually important for life and mine was not. No, yours is important for life in terms of you helping the boys and helping other kids grow. All of that is yeah. like if, if the conversation went like this, how'd the game go today, honey? And you're like, oh, my God. So such and such showed up. You know how he's like, you know, been on a learning curve here. And we got him to the point where he accomplished this. His chest was so puffed out. It was so. You would like that. Well, I'd been like, wow, awesome. And then and then. You know, no, he I, I hit went, a, a double, and then the listen, other guy, and then I they scored the points. I'd be like, great, but it was like backstories. And st- no, it's, come in, come in. I we have our friends stories. coming in the room. It's all good. I went into backstories. And, and hello. Hello. And here's. And it was here's, a lot of backstory. But here's a comparable for it. Okay, right. give me a comp, because mine was like legit discussing Listen, and I actually want to know for my friends. As a fellow artist, I want to know for my friends with girlfriends out there, Jenna leaves messages on people's answering machines that are five to seven minutes long. David because Giovanni, anything out there? Because I don't like phone tag. I don't like Jenna phone tag. Jenna doesn't leave a message that says, hey, it's Jenna, call me back. No, Jenna because it's phone tag. That says, hey, it's Jenna. So listen, about that plumbing thing. So the plumber came over the other day, and here's what he said, and, and you'll leave a seven, and this is what you happens every time to you, is you, you will talk for seven minutes until it says, it cut me off. You know how many times it happens to you? It does. <laughs> it, it says, you say, it cut me off. And I'm like, yeah, but you talked for seven minutes. I did. Who I the do. hell would want to listen to a seven-minute answering message? Here's why. <laughs> Just say it's Jenna. Call me back. I'm a busy person. <laughs> and I don't have time for phone tag. I hate phone tag. I hate it more than anything in life. Well, no, I hate this shit I hate more than phone tag. <laughs> but I hate phone tag. 
So, and I'm busy. And so if I'm in the moment where I have the time to make the call, I'm going to leave as much information as I can. And you do. So that they can call back and give me the answer and we're done. And you do. And you I do. I, but I go way too much into it. But I don't agree with that choice simply because people are going to have questions for you. Now they have to remember all the data. It's just better to actually just say, call me back. Unless it's a yes or no. Hey, it's Jenna. Data, data, data. Give me a call back and let me yes or no. You're okay. saying things that you're going to have to have a discussion about anyway. You're, right. you're going to make them a, repeat it all. It's a logic blind spot there. I have. Oh. Bodhi, uh, this is David again. Come here, David. Just come here. <laughs> Bodhi. So come here. Come on. Oh Squeeze in. Again. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. So you want me to tell Yeah, just okay, say it because so they couldn't hear what you just said. Okay, good. So, so I think that, you know, I've known Bodhi for a long time, and, um, you know, since texting has come about, uh, I can't really get him on the phone very often unless, unless I know that he needs me for something. It's very rare <laughs> that he, he will pick up the phone. He doesn't talk on the phone. Yeah, he j and I think he's always not like talking on the phone. Is that correct? Hate it. Even before it was it. like, oh, I hate the radiation against my ear. Jenna when it was normal landlines. I don't talk on the phone. I get off the phone as fast as I can with the yeah, phone. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not done. I have a. I was in the middle of something. Right. He's you like, yeah, I got to go. Yeah, he hangs you, up on you me. You think that you did something to upset him. Like, like, oh, my gosh. What, I don't remember. She, she oh, I must have missed. I miss his birthday. I miss his birthday, and that's why he's he's upset at me. But it's it's just because he doesn't like to talk on the phone. But when there was, like, rotary landlines, did you like talking on the phone? Uh, hate it. So, but Always you blame the radiation now, and it's actually not that. I hate talking on the phone. It's uh, I, I. So I like the text thing because I never have to answer anyone's phone call, and I'm like, "What's up?" <laughs> I, I David, I do it with Jenna ten times a day. Jenna calls me, and I'm like, I'm like straight to voicemail, and I text her, "What's up?" <laughs> I don't get her phone calls either. You know, it makes me feel a lot better. And 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 here, David, I have to tell you one other thing Jenna does now that I've got you back here for the today today's podcast as well. Here's another thing that Jenna does that makes me fucking nuts. Jenna has a taper off to an end of a phone call that lasts, and you can clock it sometimes a minute and a half. Oh, you mean when she has to explain something more? I'm not more? that person. I'm not that person. Yeah. I don't like talking on the phone that long either. But, but okay, here's the thing she does. Yeah. So be like, okay, so Jenna, I, I got it. We should, I should go. And you're like, I go, okay. And this was just, okay, good, because I have to be able to know by 2 o'clock yeah, that I'm saying, I'm like, Jenna, I have to go. And she's like, yeah, so by 2 o'clock, no, I want... You have to understand She tapers. all women. <laughs> she tapers all women forever. I'm like, I just want to hang up the phone. See, so stop attacking me as a singular point of something wrong with me. <laughs> I mean, it's true that it's not fair. The only way to know is if I was to have a period of time where I was able to date other women, I would see how great you are. Yeah, because you never dated them. You just fucked them. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what does the cat do? What does the cat do in the, in the, in the movie? Goes, you wouldn't know the first thing. Ooh. <laughs> I had to teach you how to be a gentleman. True. I, I, I feel... Did your dad teach you how to be a gentleman? <laughs> a gentleman? Did your dad teach you like gentlemanly things? Have you met my dad? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have. I love your dad. Uh, yeah, I would say that was more my mom. I would definitely say that was more like. And did your mom? mom? My feminist lesbian mom did not teach me how to be a gentleman. No, okay. you did. My feminist lesbian mom didn't <clears throat> teach me one single thing in this world about how to be a man. Okay, chill. 
yeah. I, I just want to say, I just want to say, I like, I and I have to get better at this personally. But when Jen, my wife, and I, when we started dating, I was such a gentleman and have become less so. And I need to, uh-huh. I need to fix that. And I think you take us for granted. I think that's true. And I think that every guy goes through. Am I am I right about that? Yeah. Buddy? Yeah. That's but true. but we if for we gave you sex every morning, then you it would be, I mean, it'd you'd be respect oh us so much. Doors for I mean, you and it, yeah. I mean, oh my god. It would be like remains of the day. <laughs> They didn't talk to each other in Remains of the Day. Uh, at least they were polite. There was sexual tension in Remains of the Day. Yes, the whole ma'am, thing with Remains yes, of the ma'am, Day ma'am, was it, that there it, was tension. Oh, there would be saluting, yes, ma'am. But I the get the properness. That's like what you mean. How high jump? You, you say jump, we say how high. That's how it would go. Sex every day would be like, yeah. I mean, I'm going to do an experiment. Don't say you're going to do a sex experiment because you'll never follow through with it. <laughs> if I got paid, I would. I've told you, you before. You pay me, I'm awesome. I told you before. That's prostitution. You keep submitting your idea of something that's called prostitution. No, because it's just one penis the whole time. In the world, what's wrong with that? Jenna keeps saying to me, "If you paid me for sex, I'd be okay." I'm like, Jenna, but it's one penis. That's a whore. No, I'd I'd gladly make money off sex with you. Um, I don't want many penises. I just want yours. So, what's the amount? So it's not prostitution. Have you you, you worked it out for yourself? Yeah, it's called bringing home the bacon. I bring home bacon, just not as much bacon as you. Right. You bring home a lot of bacon. Admittedly, that's tough. I mean, you're pretty badass in that, in that arena. That's, that's tough you. to compete with. It is. Thank you, David. Fist pump. Fist pump. Fist pump. I bring home bacon. You bring home the pig and the cow. I bring home the whole farm, yo. I know. And then it makes my bacon look like it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like McDonald McMuffin bacon. <laughs> it's just the pigtail. It's a piglet. It's the curly tail. Here, honey, have a McMuffin on me. <laughs> that was our first date. McDonald's? Mm-hmm. In your Celica, right? Uh, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, no, it was in the Thunderbird. 74 Buick. Oh, the Buick that Buick. I dropped the transmission on and left parked somewhere randomly in a parking lot and abandoned it. She just was like, yeah, I dropped the, the transmission. The transmission dropped, and I actually didn't understand what it meant. Right. I still don't. I don't think I do either. But, but... <laughs> 27 years later, I hear he doesn't understand what that is either. So, but you really made me wrong for it, but I understand. No, I it was really irresponsible. It was a badass cool car, and, and I was just like, I don't get what happened. I don't even know what a transmission is. Here's what I don't know what it means to drop. It's not on the ground. Here's what you missed about that car. So there was a, there was a secret that I was not saying about that car. Oh, my God, it all comes out now? Because I never thought about it until just now. Oh. Here's what it was. This Maybe we'll start getting along better. I don't think this is that big of a secret. Oh. But there was a girl oh. that had stayed with me oh. named Melanie. And she was like a... F- parents were friends of my mom's. And she was like this cute redheaded German girl that was oh. staying in my apartment. Oh. And she was staying there for a few months. Oh. And while she was staying there, she went out and she got this car. Right? She got this 74 Buick. And it was this old weird little... Well, it was an old big car. And then she, all of abruptly, she was like, I'm tired of America. I'm tired of this shit. And she left. She's like, I don't blame her. And she said, take my car and sell it for me. And send me the money. And she left. And I was like, I'm fucking selling your car. And I'm not sending you money. I'm just going to drive your car. <laughs> that was the car. Oh. So she was being ridiculous. Did you have sex with her? Uh, oh. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this anything. incredible. That has nothing yeah, to do with anything. I, no, I'm gonna get, I'm Team Jenna on this one. Did you have sex with her? I, I don't feel comfortable talking <laughs> about it right now. I, I feel how, like it's... How was it? <laughs> it was a little sweaty. <laughs> it was a little sweaty. 
did you enjoy this very much? No, the accent was very strong, and she was very militant about is it. Is it safe? <laughs> she redheaded on both. Uh, oh, <laughs> did the curtains match the drapes? Let's just say the drapes match the curtains. Oh wow. Well, I think we've established. I, you know, I same think thing. I think we've made a major major breakthrough today. Drapes, drapes and curtains are the same thing, aren't they? No, the drapes match the curtains. The, 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 the drapes and the curtains the same thing. Is it? Is it? Do they go on? Wait, I gotta look it up. Other, let's look it up. But we, you know, everybody knows what we're talking. But where about. does the expression come from? I want to know. I need to get my little handy Webster's out. They're not gonna. It's not gonna say <laughs> when the hair matches the no. the vagina. <laughs> Drapes and curtains. So I kept. Does ca- the hair match the vagine? Does the hair match the vagine? She was very nice. She was super nice. Okay, here we go. What does it say? Well, Drape. Yeah, where's the noun? No. Where's no, noun? No. Oh, screw you, Webs Miriam. Can we? Hang on. No, just keep talking. Yeah. When you keep talking, I have to bring the mic over. Was her name Hannah? And then was Maroney. 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 And she... And that's how she talked. And uh, she was very sweet, and she stayed with me for a bit. Hanging cloth used as a blind, especially for a window. Synonym. Curtain. So Maybe it's like a thing. Is it like the curtains the match the drapes? Like, is it like, is oh you're calling right. it the same thing? Maybe it's like one part of the house has drapes, one part has curtains. So you want to know if everything matches. Curtain, hanging cloth used as a blind, especially for a window. Synonym, drape. Exact same definition. Oh, so maybe it's just a synonym thing. Because it's dumbass men who make up these fucking idioms and don't know what they're talking about. Makes <laughs> sense to us. It's like, does the, does the chair match the sitting yeah. utensil? <laughs> Fork match the fork. Does the toilet match the commode? <laughs> it's the same thing, right? So same I guess thing. it's the same thing. The yeah. So this is a girl you were having <coughs> sex with, who then you didn't make America great for her. So she took off back <laughs> to Germany, and then she wanted you to sell the car and send her the money. You didn't, because you're like, fuck you. I just fuck you. I don't want to take responsibility for you. Then a new girl comes in and is driving the car, drops transmission, and you make it seem like it's the biggest crime in the world. Nailed it, except for the fart that part part. Whoops, except, except for the, the fart. The fart Whoops. The fart. There was not. Uh, there wasn't like tons of sexes. There was like a like a like a, s- a, 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 a sexy occurrence that occurred, but it wasn't like a continual sexes occurrence. <laughs> with the Germans. Girl. Yeah. So that was very clear. That was <laughs> very clear what he just stated. That, um, <laughs> that's the, kind of what happened. I'm a little on the spot right now. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, didn't sell her car or even try to. I just drove it around the city of Hollywood until my new girlfriend dropped the transmission, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was kind of like me shutting your shit down. I think that, that the whole transmission dropping was kind of me moving in going... Mine. Uh-huh. You do have a mystical power. David, I do have a mystical m- power. I have any, massive mystical uh, power. Uh, any girl that's ever flirted with yeah, me has had horrible things befall them. Like the power of Jenna... Is insane. I remember. I remember this. I, I remember a long time ago we were all in acting class together, and Bodie had been like flirting with a girl in in class, and Jenna came and shut that shit down. I don't know if that person is still alive. Alive. No. I didn't want to say that, but I but Jenna just came out and said it. Yeah, she. I don't know that she exists anymore, um, or evidence of that person. Um. Yeah. I move in when I move in with a lot of intention. On something, if I'm against it, oh yeah, it crumbles. Yeah, I mean, and I don't have to do anything. 
I don't have to say anything. I don't have to do an action with my hands. I literally just have to walk into the space and disagree so hardcore that the shit just goes. Yeah, yeah it comes I've a part of the seams. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, and even that's like you guys. If you fuck with the bull, you get the horns with me. Yeah, but like you guys have even talked about it. Like we're friends, like girlfriends of yours have been like. Oh yeah, Jenna's Jenna's intimidating. Yeah, I've had girlfriends of mine say like I I'm afraid of your wife. Like I've had girls that I flirted with, and then they remember who my wife is, and you can see them like crumble in on like themselves. They look inside themselves for a second, and they they go like it, you can see them like they're from their eyeballs looking out at you to yeah. like inside their mind going like oh yes. oh fuck. Yes. And then they're and then they're back, but like yeah, but they, they, they have seen things. Yeah, they get like scared smell. They get like a musky scared <laughs> yeah. smell about them. <laughs> Almost like the cat when they have that gland, they go. <laughs> it's like an octopus. They usually they usually leave with like a trail of an ink. Like they just squirt their ink and leave. Yeah. So so I'm I'm a really like I'm a pretty generous, kind, patient, you're very kind. compassionate person. Yeah. But it is, there is something, and it hasn't happened in a long time. No, I, all the women are afraid of me. Oh, did you tell the story? You told the story about me uh, on your shoulder and your jacket, right? Oh, uh, about the girl falling through the fire, uh, me falling no, through the fire? No, oh. no, no, the party. Oh, the party. The party, who did I we can't, tell that I can story? never ever say who the person is because the person exists, and I know this oh. person 30 years later. I think we did tell that story. Where I, I decided I was going to go and fuck a girl. Do you know that the whole time... <laughs> I never texted another girl. I 27 years. This is all just fun stories. <laughs> yeah, no, David saved him. Thank you. David saved me you from doing something him. stupid. Oh, he has. He has. I have okay. many times. David saved me. The One of the one times I almost did something really stupid, David actually saved me Do from Do you know doing the it. whole time that we knew that girl at way years later. Yeah. I didn't know that that's the that girl was the girl that I that tried to, trying to, to go and do something but stupid. It, it makes with. sense because she kind of exudes weird, weird, yeah, she was weird. I, was, I remember back in the day when she exudes you know, weird, I was weird a juice. single person in 1896. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I was not, I was like, eh, really that one? I was a little like, that's that. And I think that's what helped me keep you away. I was like that. Listen, you're like it's, it's not worth it. it. If, that's you're ever gonna, you if you're ever going to do this, this is not the time. This is not the time. Yeah. I, I yeah. went back accidentally amazing. and watched the film because it was I noticed it was on Netflix that I met her on where this where and we were uh, in the film together. I've done a lot of I have a hundred credits on IMDb. It could be any one of a hundred credits, although it's probably not Armaged- I, I would Armageddon. Just probably <laughs> stop now because it's not Bruce Willis from Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I okay, okay, we're bye, going. David, love we're going to wrap up too. Um, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and then matter. I took photos of you drunk on the floor once you finally made it back to the apartment. I made it back to the apartment, and I tried to take off my clothes to put on my pajamas, and I passed out on the floor naked. Of the bathroom? Uh, no, it was just on the, on the entrance to the bathroom, oh. naked, with my pants around my ankles. The bathroom. And you took a lot of photos because you thought it was the cutest thing you'd ever seen. You thought, like, well, that's mocking very, you in your m- cute in a mock- stupid moments cute is a pleasure. In a, in a castrating my husband mocking kind of a way. You <laughs> opened the door for that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I, I don't feel wa- like if someone opens the door to stupidity... Then, you know, it's sort of fair game. When stupidity knocks, you got to answer the door. Yeah. Okay. When stupidity I, knocks, you got to answer the I door. I think we're going to wrap it up for the day. Yeah, because there's lunch over there. And lunch I'm really is here, and I'm hungry, and our kids are getting hungry. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm sorry I made you wrong about the transmission. I don't want the podcast to be a series of things where every single thing and argument we've had, we just realize that you're right about. That would suck. I don't want to do the podcast where every fight we've had, we just realize my mistake in I it. I just like that you just realized that. <laughs> No. So that's satisfying to me. 
I love you. I love you too. I love you more and more. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't love you less and less after 27 years. I love you more and more. I have the same thing. I have the same thing. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's going okay. Mm-hmm. Meow. Meow. Meow.